The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Hi, huge fan listeners. Between the recording and airing of this episode, the Houston Rockets have been through some huge personnel changes that are not reflected in our interview. But, such is fandom. We hope you enjoy. I have to dunk on LeBron one time. Just one time, then he'll probably block every single shot after that. Like a lot of us, Rico Rodriguez has hoop dreams. The first time he attended a Houston Rockets game, he got on the court to shoot around with future Hall of Famer James Harden. Rico was just a teenager, but then Rockets star Dwight Howard saw his potential, pulling the kid aside and complimenting him on his charisma. You got a bright future ahead of you, the big man said. Rico took it in stride. He'd already been starring on Modern Family as the precocious young Manny Delgado for years. These days, he's often in the front row for Rockets games. Just like actors, he says the best players are always preparing for the lights to go on. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, please welcome Rico Rodriguez, Houston Rockets, Huge Fan. Rico, thank you so much for joining us. We are glad and very excited to have you on to talk about your Houston Rockets. Um, how did your family introduce you to Houston sports teams? Well, so my my family have been Houston sports fans for long before I was alive. So kind of when I grew up, I, you know, my, my dad was a big Rockets fan. So was my mom. You know, we had family ties within, you know, them some family members work in concessions like for Astros or for the Rockets and so it was, so it was really cool to grow up knowing I have a team to root for you know how you know when you grow up you always your parents always try to you know put you in with their team with their teams that they like so you can like them as well with my brothers and my mom and my dad and my sister being fans of it it was really easy for me to get on it and I, I love it uh do you remember your first time attending a Houston Rockets game and what that was like my first time going to a Rockets game, it was like in 2015. And I remember we were playing, it was kind of like a quick, 
out of nowhere trip. My friend was flying in, and that day he flew in into Austin, and we we're like, hey, we're going to a Rockets game. Let's go. And he's like, oh, okay. And so we drove from Austin to Houston, and we were playing the Boston Celtics. And and I, rem- I remember it, it, was just, it was so cool because it was my first time being at a pro basketball game. And I just saw, walked in, I'm like, oh, wow, the court isn't that big as I thought it was, you know, on TV. And, you know, the stands, they just kept going as high to the ceiling. And and it was so cool because I had the opportunity to meet a few of the players. So I got to meet James Harden. I got to meet Dwight Howard and got to, you know, mingle with them at shoot-arounds. It, it made it even better because we won that game. So it, it was, I was a cherry on top. You know, it was, it was just a good time to be able to experience something like that. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that getting to meet James Harden <laughs> is definitely a highlight when you get to go to a game of the team that you admire. Um, what was it like to actually step into the arena and feel the energy of other fans that were just as big of Houston Rockets fan as you are? You know, it's a great feeling because, you know, everyone in the whole arena, they're rooting for the same team. So it makes it great to where, oh, oh, they miss a shot. Oh, come on. But then when you make one, you're all high-fiving everybody, jumping around like you're crazy. It's it's awesome. Now, not everyone has the experience of the shoot-around, though, Um, and in particular with, with James Harden. What did you learn in that time that maybe you didn't know about the game of basketball or about him? Like, what did you, how, what was that like? I learned that he's just a great player. No matter um, where he's playing basketball, he's just really good all the time. Like for me, I always kind of compare it to what I do. So it's like they're going through rehearsals. They're going through their, they're learning their lines and they're, you know, they're shooting and you making sure they, their shots perfect for when the, when it's game time. So it's like, for me, I respect that because I'm, we're doing the same job, but just kind of different ways of doing it. So for me, it's like we're rehearsing. You know, you rehearse, you learn your lines, you get camera ready, and then you go and film. And when when it's time to film, it's go time. You know, you got to be on point. You got to be ready to go. It was so cool being able to see how other people get ready for their jobs. I got to talk with Dwight Howard for a little bit. And and I don't think he, like, knew who I was because I would already been on Modern Family for, like, three years already. And so it was so – it was funny because – um, we go up to meet him. He's like, you know, we're like, Hey, we're big fans. And, you know, we're so excited to be here. And he was, he was, couldn't be nicer. And then right, right after we took our photo and then he was about to go off. He told me, he goes, you know, I see a nice future for you. You have a lot of charisma. You, you got a future kid. I'm like, thanks Dwight. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm already on modern family, you know, but I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate the support. I don't want to assume that James Harden um, is your favorite all time Houston rocket, but if not, who are some of your favorite players of, from the team over time? He, he's my favorite player of all time because he's just like that player for me growing up. You know, a lot of people got to grow up watching Kobe, watching LeBron, watching Jordan and Olajuwon. And for me, Harden is that dude for me. I, I grew up, you know, right when I started really focusing on basketball and watching the Rockets, James Harden was our dude. And he had just been, you know, he was traded to us and he was kind of coming up. And, I, and I've seen him progress into from, you know, six man just trying to become the star to being, you know, 
one of the top five best players in the league today. And and so for me, Harden is, I think, all-time, you know, not just Rockets, but all-time in general. But other Rockets um, players I love, I love Chandler Parsons when he was with us. That, he was so good. Uh, I love Patrick Beverly. I, I love him. You know, it's always like you love him when he's on your team and when he's on, playing against you, he's it's tough to root for. But I, I love that dude so much. And, you know, Dwight Howard was great. And, you know, uh, Chris Paul. I, we only had him for a couple years, and man, he was he was awesome. Well, you're the first person, and only because you're probably one of the few Houston Rocket fans that I've spoken to that says you love Patrick Beverly. Um, <laughs> I admire the man for how he does his job defensively, but boy, he can be a pest. And um, oh you know, yeah, he, and, 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 and here's the thing: he was our pest. Our pest first. That's right. He was. You could take ownership of that. But I, I think I've seen him throw a, a cheap shot or two as well. Um, uh, but I'll let that pass for now. So when you consider all the great performances you've seen from James Harden, is there one maybe when you were there at the game, a certain moment that you just remember saying, wow, like this guy is incredible. And, and to be there to see him accomplish it maybe meant something to you? You know, I think we've gotten to a point to where what he does is kind of like normal and we've normalized these big games. So that sometimes it's not as special, but like, you know, I always expect him to drop 30 plus points every game. And if he doesn't, it's like, well, that's an off game when I mean, 30 points a game. It's like some players can't even get to 30 points in a game. And so it's like, you know. Every game of being able to watch him play live is just special. I mean, that's what makes him part of an elite group of players. I mean, when you get to watch, you know, someone like, you know, even though they played for the Warriors, you know, like Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, anytime you get to see them, I mean, it's special. And no matter what they do, it's like you're watching them be elite and why they're superstars in person. So it's like any game I get to go see James Harden live, every game is a great game. Obviously, of course, when we win, it's, it's an amazing game. But, you know, any game to be able to see him go off, it's like amazing and like one of the one of the standouts for me was like when when uh harden uh, hit the game winner on golden state a couple years ago uh in this one game that was like a playoff atmosphere it was regular season but everyone was tuning in because houston rockets versus warriors always was a must watch and you know him hitting that shot on you know draymond and clay i mean it was a i was yelling in my house i i you you would have thought i was at the game i was just yelling so much jumping around like i was crazy it's, it's awesome yeah, that was actually what I was going to ask you was, you know, was there a moment in that James Harden, Steph Curry showdown that just really brought you out of your seat? Oh, man. It's just like, like I said, you know, against against great teams, great players show up and and just, you know, especially that 2018 season. I mean, that season was so special. I, I you know. Every time I think about it, I just get a little bit sad just because, man, of what, you know, what could have been, you know, but it's like they're duels together. It's always it's always something to watch because at times, you know, you just, you know, we run a heavy ISO offense anyway, but it's like every time, you know, you're going to give Harden the ball and it's going to be against whoever. And then you're going to give Curry the ball and you're going to give against whoever. And so it's always like who can outlast each other when it's like they're both doing great, but it's like, you know. I feel like that moment uh, against the Warriors where where he hit that game winner was really the hype for me but I think I think you know that that shot was like something to prove to a lot of people at the time and it was just like something that you know I wanted so bad and you know in in a in a game that's so close you always like oh give the ball to Harden and let him hit the game winner and then he hits the game winner you're like oh my god he's, he's go crazy 
Yeah. And he plays like he has something to prove. And I understand that. Like he takes a lot of heat because of the way he plays. People say he's a ball hog when he actually does pass. But, um, you know, people are critical of how he shoots a lot of threes. And, um, you know, so he does take a lot of heat. But he did get Mm -hmm. the MVP in that 2017-2018 season. Were you someone who was making a case for him down the stretch? Like, is there something you remember about his performance that season that just said to you, he deserves the MVP? You know, I feel like the previous couple years, it's like Houston sports and with me and, and, and defending James Harden go hand in hand. I mean, you know, I'm always, I mean, with me always watching every game of his, I know how he plays and I know how the offense is supposed to be ran. So it's like the heat that he gets, I get it. I, you know, I understand why people could be turned off, but you know, for me, it's like, He's always my MVP. He's always, you know, he's always been in the last five years, at least runner up or top five in MVP voting. And I think people, a lot of people forget that. So when it went to, it was always him and against someone. So it was like first year was him versus Curry. And of course I was going hard for Harden to win it, of course, because I felt like he deserved it. And then it went to Harden versus Westbrook. And the same thing. I was, you know, you have, you know, someone who's putting up identical numbers, but, you know, Harden had the better record that year. So I was like, oh, I mean, winning matters, correct? Like, you know, that that makes sense. So it's like, okay. And then Westbrook gets it, which is, you know, all right. And then and then the year he got it, it was like, oh, it was finally. Like, because, you know, we I, I always get mad just because, like you said, of the hate he gets. And so it was like, finally, like he finally got that coveted MVP that's been, I mean, just trying to avoid him his whole career. And he finally got it. So when he finally got it, it was like, oh man, I couldn't be more happier for the guy because being able to see him in person and, and being able to watch him play and, and just in general, you know, it, it was awesome just to, to see someone as deserving as him to get it because he he puts the team on his back every single game. And, and to him to finally get that award to solidify his status as one of the best, I mean, it was awesome. You mentioned uh, Russell Westbrook, who often takes a little time for people to to warm up on him. Um, how did he earn your respect, and what were your expectations for a Harden and Westbrook uh, reunion? With OKC, there's some teams that, you know, kind of rub people the wrong way and whatnot. But, you know, for me, one of the rivals for us was always Golden State and was always Oklahoma City, just for the fact that, you know, you always had the Westbrook-Harden debate, and then you always had... Houston versus Golden State and who, which team was better and whatever. And so, you know, for the longest time, you know, it was always like, oh, I'm always going hard, always going hard over Westbrook, over anybody. So then when he, when he came to Houston, it was like, okay, wow. I mean, you know, we, for this, for so long, we have been always going against Westbrook and always talking trash and always doing this. And now he, now he's on your team. And that's, and for me, I'm always the type of person to where no matter who's on my team, I'm, I'm going to go hard for it regardless. So immediately, you know, I was sad Chris Paul left, but then I'm always the optimistic type to where I'm like, okay, well, we have another great player coming to Houston. And, you know, it took a minute to get warmed up to the idea, but I mean, right away you saw his attitude towards coming to Houston. And I'm always going to be a Westbrook fan because of the excitement he, he brought to the team. Going back just a little bit, um, you know, the Rockets 1994-1995 championship wins are among the few non 
Michael Jordan wins from that era, right? Because he was really dominating for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um, how does it feel to have even just that legacy of, hey, we, we ran in and got a couple. I was a Hakeem fan, huge. I was a Clyde fan like that. I loved the Houston uh, Rockets when those two players were involved. But um, does the fact that Jordan was playing baseball during that time, does that change the value of those championships for you? I would give you a fair analysis if I was alive and I was watching each game. But, you know, for one, I mean, obviously, Michael Jordan is the greatest player ever. And I think, you know, his run with the Bulls is, uh, is I mean, amazing. And, and, you know, that legacy will go on forever. But, you know, I think it's really cool, you know, for the longest time of what I've known and what I've read and, you know, going back and looking at games is that, you know, the Rockets were a dominant team. And, and I don't think, you know, not a lot of people had an answer to Jordan, hardly anybody, but also not everyone had an answer for Hakeem. So I think, I think regardless of who was playing, I think in my heart, at least, I, I think that Houston was going to win regardless, just because of how dominant and how, how much it was a time for, it was time for Hakeem to win. It was time for them to win. And to go back to back at that was even more special to be able to have that kind of, you know, you have the Jordan back to the three peats and then you have Houston in the middle. And, you know, it's amazing. And to be able to say that, you know, we, we struck during a, a dominant bulls era. Yeah. And, and I know in all fairness, you weren't alive, but anyone in your family um, have any memories of those nineties championships or who was there a player? Maybe your family loved from during that time. Uh, D definitely my dad and my brothers uh, they're they're big rockets fans as well so growing up they my dad took them to go see Hakeem Olajuwon play and I when when my dad told me that I'm like what because like it just came up in conversation one time we were just talking about you know being able to rockets basketball and then my brothers just casually said yeah well you know we got to see Hakeem Olajuwon play I'm like you did when He's like, oh, yeah, you know, during their, their run of when they won a championship. I'm like, you're kidding me. You got to go see a game live. And so it's like for them, you know, every time they think of their favorite Rockets player of all time, it goes Hakeem Olajuwon for them on top because they got to see him dominate. They got to see him be great. And, you know, so a part of me is jealous because they get they did get to see that championship team. They did get to see them play. And so a part of me is jealous of that. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This is... 
is game day. All right, let's talk a little bit about game day. Who's in your Rockets group chat and what do you guys talk about? Oh man, I have I have a bunch. I have a bunch of uh, people that, you know, but then I, at some points of the game, if it gets kind of close or nervous, I, I'm I'm off my phone. I I'm, I can't even think of texting people because then I just get nervous. I'm like shaking like, oh, I, I can't do it. I just have to put the phone down and focus on what's happening on the screen and whatnot. But speaking of announcers, are there favorites that you like listening to on game day? Like a Doris Burke or you a Chris Weber? Ooh, well, for, first off, I love I love uh, our Rocket, the Rockets home play-by-play guys. Uh, Matt Bullard, you have Bill Worrell, and then uh, you have Clyde sometimes during home games. I love, first off, I love hearing them and hearing what they have to say. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, when, when you come to national television, I love, uh, you know, Kevin Harlan. He's great. Uh, I love Doris Burke. She's awesome. Uh, I also love the uh, the little banter between Mark Jackson and, and Jeff Van Gundy. They have their own catchphrase, you would say, of whenever a big thing happens, their, their catchphrase comes up, and then you're like, oh, my goodness. It, 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 just gets, it gets us even more hype at home. Yeah, it's like when Mark Jackson says, Mama, there goes that man. Mama, then, there you know. goes that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that, love that. That means, that means the game is definitely on, right? Like somebody's yes, cooking, yes. as they'd say. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, one of the conversations that you know people have had recently about how the NBA kind of does things is how they award the MVP. You have you know players saying, Listen, this should be not just a regular season, but also playoffs in consideration for the MVP award. How do you feel about that, especially in a season like this where Giannis was fantastic in the regular season, but clearly LeBron has maybe edged him out. How do you feel about um, the current way that MVP is decided or, or should we be including playoffs? For the MVP, it's like it's a a lot of it is narrative based, you know, like like with Westbrook, uh, for instance, you know, when his narrative was KD left, it's his show. And then what he did to follow up that season was average a triple double for the year. So that along with that narrative, it combined perfect. If your favorite player gets that edge out, I mean, you know, good for them. But then you also have someone like for me on the other side with like James Harden, where sometimes to me, it feels like every now and then the goalposts remove. So like for Curry, it was like he was the best player on the best team. And 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 that was that, you know, even though Harden almost had the same record, almost a, almost better stats than than Curry. But they edged out Curry because, you know, his team was great. And obviously it showed because they they won the championship. And then it goes to with Westbrook. Well, Westbrook put up the numbers, didn't have the best season record-wise, whereas Harden, you know, I always go back to saying all he needed to do was average two more rebounds, and he would have averaged a triple-double for the year. And he was on the better team. And then it went, you know, and then it went towards narrative base. You know, if you were to have a playoffs MVP with the playoffs, I definitely think the playoffs MVP would be the finals MVP because, you know, that player had a great either, uh, you know, a great finals of uh, playoff games. Yeah, that's a really good point. I don't think people take finals MVP into consideration enough where that is ultimately the MVP of the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah. And if you're if you're that good in the playoffs, then you're going to get your team to the final exactly. and do something special there. Exactly. Now, then the discussion shifts to it. Could there be a finals MVP from a losing team? So we won't get into all of that. But that's another discussion that I've I had mean, to LeBron have with people. LeBron was close that one year. He was close. <laughs> I would have yeah. voted. If I had a vote, I probably would have voted for LeBron in that one. But, you know, it usually goes to the winning team. So. 
by the way, congratulations on your historic run on Modern Family. Thank you. Um, since the show wrapped its final season, you started a production company, which sounds amazing. What yeah. can you share about any upcoming projects? So, yeah. So my sister and I, we created our own production company called Slap Happy Productions. And it's basically, you know, we over the years of growing up on TV, you know, we've had the amazing opportunities to, you know, watch different departments do the work, the camera guys, the sound guys, you know, scripts and directors, and then us as the actors. So I feel like with a lot of knowledge that we have, you know, it, we, our goal is to create our own things. And that was definitely something that we had on the mind as, as, you know, my sister's show ended. And then as my show ended, I've been blessed to be on a show that ran for 11 years. So I was constantly working. I was always in LA working. And so I wanted to break anyway. And so the, the world said, okay, Rico wants a break. We're going to shut the whole world down. Let's do it. And, <laughs> and, you know, so that happened. And, but now it's like back to work, you know, back to starting to create stuff to really start making our name and putting our footprint more in the, entertainment business than we have already the question is will one of those projects be um you starring in a basketball movie i know you've expressed interest Ooh. in that and if you did what players would be your your co-stars would you get some nba players do you have some friends you hoop with that you would have starring in there and kind of what's the plot oh man of course i mean uh, you know my we we've always talked about it uh, we want to do a basketball something because i mean that'd be so much fun because I did do one episode of Modern Family where I played basketball and I was like 10 and it did not go well. So I really want to redeem myself in this next one as because now I'm better, 10 times better than I was then. You know, if we can get him, obviously, James Harden, get get maybe maybe Braun. I mean, he's an actor. He, he can act in and stuff. He's coming out with Space Jam, too. I know I know he can act. Candace Parker. I would love to have her in one of my movies because she's great. I think it would just be cool to to in general have a. a a basketball player come and do a movie because I've, I've gotten the pleasure to, to work with a couple of them as well. I got to work with Charles Barkley and Deandre Jordan in an episode of modern family. Well, and I know you worked with Kobe on a, on a modern family, correct? Yeah, I did. That was, that was so special. We, we had shot an episode at Staples center and before Kobe went out for his game, he, he he shot he shot with us, and it was like one of the biggest things and one of the biggest moments of my life, and just to be able to see him, you know, work and have that same like mindset towards acting, like you know the Mamba mentality with everything, like that was him, like. One of the only times I, I would say that I rooted for and uh, for the Lakers would be that year, just because I had that familiar aspect. I got I got to meet Kobe, interact with him, so I'm like, okay, well, I, I want Kobe to win. I want, I want him to yeah. win. And then that year, he, that was when he won his last championship. In our first season alone, I mean, that was huge to have someone that big be on our show. And, I mean, he was such a joy to work with. So he was such a nice guy and everything. Ugh. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. 
You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to Crunch Time. Our speed round. I'm going to Ooh. ask you rapid fire questions, and okay. you give me quick rapid fire answers. Okay. Okay. You ready? Okay. I'm re- I'm I'm ready as I ever can be. <laughs> okay. All right. Most prized Rockets memorabilia. Ooh. Um. I have a, a signed basketball from the the team with Josh Smith, Corey Brewer, Harden, Ariza. Uh. I I think it was the year. Um. 2017, I believe. I, I have I have that signed basketball from them, so that was cool. Um, NBA 2K ratings for Westbrook and Harden. Uh, Harden should definitely be a 97 or higher, uh, and for Westbrook, he has to be in the 90s, at least 91, I think. Favorite basketball movie? Ooh, uh, okay, either Space Jam or Like Mike. Um, which Houston Rockets player would you want to take on one-on-one? Oh, oh no. I mean, they're professional basketball players and they'll beat me every time, but I mean, Hey, let's go for it. Let's, let's go. Let's go Harden. Why not? (laughs) Can't go to a game without blank. Uh, my family. If you could dunk on one Rockets rival player, who would it be? Sorry, but I, I have I'd have to dunk on LeBron one time. Just just one time. Just one time, and then he'll probably block every single shot after that. Give me your all-time starting five for the Rockets. Oh, snap. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay. Let's go James Harden at point guard. Tracy McGrady at shooting guard. Um, you have okay, let's go with ooh, um, I'll probably go with Clyde at small forward, and then I would do Yao Ming at power forward and Hakeem at center. You get to orchestrate one trade for the team. Who's coming and who's going? Um, I would say I would say someone like like Kevin Love. I think he's definitely been on a wish list of mine for a while. So I would say Kevin Love. All right, and one word to describe your Rockets fandom: Die Hard. I'll go two words, but I'll put them together. Die Hard is acceptable. All right. Well, that is it. You are awesome, Rico. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You can find Huge Fan on Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other huge fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the Huge Fan Club, Mark Aflalo, Sarah Bentley, Justin Blasey, Rod Braxton, Bill Crandall, Rick Cutler, Unique DaCosta, Liam Davenport, Jen Derwin, Brian Douglas, Bevel Dunkerley, Jared Fox, Steve Gonzalez, Daniel Hercheck, Josh Horn, Mia Hung, Quinn Keeney, Andy King, Phil Lang, Steve Leeds, Sarah Mendoza, Sajin Morency, Doug Mortman, Natalie Nadimi, 
Rob Pepitone, Josh Solomon, Mike Spinella, James Sullivan, and Jake Wilson. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. Go Budos Band! Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.